Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, the show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs use human design to shift from hustle to flow without sacrificing results. Come here to become an unshakable human and build an unshakable business according to your human design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hello and welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, everybody. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and I get asked all the time, is there a right partner according to your human design? How do you find love by human design? Now, the short answer is follow your strategy and authority, <laughs> and it'll lead you to the right people in your life, both in love, in business, in all of the ways, right? <clears throat> but I, I thought it might be helpful to hear how I met my husband and our little story. Because as I was thinking about this, I was like, I'll do an episode on finding your partner by design. As I was thinking, I responded to the topic. And then I started to think about how I met my husband. And it made me giggle because the way that we met and the way that we started dating was totally <laughs> our designs at work. I did not know this at the time because that was 19 years ago. It's been a minute. <laughs> he is my best friend. He is absolutely like my soulmate partner in this life. Now, traditional human design will tell you, Ra, the founder of human design, would say that projectors are meant to be with projectors, generators with generators, like you should pair up by type. I do not have that. My husband's a projector. I also have projectors all around me in my life. I don't subscribe to that. I do, however, see the challenge in being two different energy types and how that works and the effect that we have on each other and being able to understand each other. Human design has saved our relationship in a way. It wasn't dying or anything like that, but it has certainly helped us understand our differences more and how we interact, and energetically, just the things that are happening underneath the surface all the time. But I, I wanted to go to like our little origin story to walk you through how we met and how our designs were at work there the whole time. And my hope is with this, that hearing the story, you will see how you can use this in your own life, or you can be thinking about this and understanding how I did some unconventional things when we met that they felt right at the time, but people probably would have been like, you did what? So the way that we met, my husband is a musician. He still is, but he was a musician. He was in a band and I had a friend who ran a radio station in New York and he was going to manage my now husband's band and he was going to be out of town and he respected my musical taste and asked me will you go to this band's show for me like in my place will you go and let me know if they are any good and if they are someone I should manage will you basically go as like my proxy and decide for me if this is a band worth my time and I remember the feeling where music is one of my deepest loves and I went to shows all the time. I had a lot of friends in the music industry. I went to shows almost every night. I went like four or five nights a week. So this was just a yes to me. I remember feeling it. I remember the phone call. I remember talking to him. And I remember just being like, yes. Now, I'm an emotional authority. I said yes to things very quickly back then. There were certainly times where I should have waited. Now, the difference between waiting 
is it right for me to say yes right away? Or is it right for me to wait? True. It probably would have been better for me to be like, I'll get back to you and let me let you know. I did not do that. However, the other way of looking at it is, do you give yourself permission to change your mind if two days later you're like, this was so wrong. I was not meant to say yes to this. This wasn't a huge commitment. This was like driving to Brooklyn and going to a show. So I I say yes. I remember the sacral pool. I remember being excited. I remember being like, oh, I really liked that band anyway, so I'm going to go. I asked my cousin if he wants to come with me. He says yes. Him and his girlfriend come. I drive us into Brooklyn. We go to the show that night, and I really liked the show. And I see my husband. I see the band come off stage. They know that I'm coming. They know that someone important sent somebody to see them play and to kind of evaluate their performance. And I knew that they knew that. So I wanted to make sure they knew I was going to say good things. I didn't want them being like, I wonder how this went, or I wonder what she's going to say. And my husband's the only one that was standing around. Every other band member had somebody they were talking to. I didn't want to interrupt. And I'm observing with my passive environment arrow. I'm kind of hanging back, taking in the scene. I see my husband's the only band member that's by himself. And I respond, I see him and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go and talk to him. And I had responded to him throughout the show. I remember watching him play and I remember like just feeling like a yes, feeling like a mm. didn't know where that would lead. But I remember feeling that, huh, <laughs> interest, right? Because sometimes it's just an interest. And when you're thinking about people that you're wondering if they're right for you by design, do you feel the pull? Does something feel right for you, for those generators out there? For the projectors, you're going to be taking in people differently. You're going to kind of see into them and it's going to be like, am I interested in you or not as a person? Do I want to know you? Because that's what projectors you want. You want to know the other. You want to know other people. Generators, we're just like, I know me by knowing what turns me on, what excites me. So the fact that I was in a place doing something that I really enjoyed, I'm in good energy. I'm attracting and I'm pulling in the right things for me, right? I'm doing something that lit me up. I'm in the right place at the right time. I'm in the right energy because I'm excited. So I go over and I talk to him and we have this great conversation and we're in response the entire time. And I remember it was just like, yes, yes, yes. I want this to continue. I want this to continue. I want this to keep going because sometimes the sacral just feels like momentum, Sometimes you're not conscious of like, yes, 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 yes. It just feels like I don't want this to end. That's the sustainable energy. That's the, ooh, yes. Do I not want to go home? Do I want to keep this conversation going? Do I want to keep responding to this person? That's the internal pull. Because like I said, I didn't know what human design was back then. I'm just going on the feeling. And this is one of the best decisions I ever made. And if you look back on the decisions you've made throughout your life, the great ones, I guarantee you, you can probably trace your strategy and authority in that decision. So I feel that going. And then he's got to go. He was a smoker at the time. He was like, okay, I'm going to go outside. We have this great conversation about music. We enjoy each other's company. But then he's going to step outside. My cousin comes over and tells me that his girlfriend at the time wanted to leave, that they wanted to go home. And I remember feeling a no, but people pleased. And I was like, okay, 
And we left and we got in the car. And I remember the no feeling so strong in my body. Don't go. My intuition was saying, don't go. I remember the feeling in my gut. No, don't go. And I remember it was so strong. It was so palpable. It was so physical. And there was also this intuitive knowing of like, don't leave. So I changed my mind. I gave myself permission (laughs) to change my mind. That emotional authority is so important that you tell yourself, I could change my mind. I get to shift. I don't have to stick to whatever I committed to. I could change my mind. So I look at my cousin. I look at his girlfriend. I was like, guys, you got to give me five minutes. I got to go back. I turn the car around. I go back. I park the car illegally outside. And I tell myself, if I see him right away, I'll give him my number. If I don't see him, then it wasn't meant to be. But I'm going to give myself that situation, like something to respond to. I'll either see him or I don't. And as I walked through the door, he was walking out. And I remember this feeling of yes. (laughs) And I gave him my number. Now him being a projector, I mean, he said this, I take full credit for our relationship. And I should. I'm the manifesting generator. I respond to things and push the direction. And he's a projector. You got to be invited. Now, traditional dating would tell you that the girl shouldn't ask the guy out because I gave him my number. And I said, if you want to talk about music or if you just want to talk, get a drink sometime, here's my number. Now, I remember friends just being like, you gave him your number? Like you totally asked him out? And I was like, yeah. It didn't feel weird to me at the time. I'm also a 59.6, my emotional channel of mating. I don't have traditional boundaries around closeness or rules around that. Now, it is best before you jump into a relationship to wait. But in that moment, the aura breaker was at work and I was breaking down a boundary there. So I did ask him out. And we've told the story before people ask how we met. And I tell the story. I'm like, yeah, I made it all happen. (laughs) And he's like, you totally made it happen because I never would have asked you. And he never really asked girls out. And I remember people thinking that was weird. He wasn't like the type of guy to do that, not forward like that. It's actually very in alignment with his energy to not do that, to be asked to not ask yourself. So without me overstepping the boundaries of propriety, this would never have happened. And throughout that night and and throughout our history, there was all of these times where he's got to be asked. He's got to be asked, do you want to go out Thursday night? I ask my son all the time. But in the context of partnership, we think that the man should take the lead all the time, but not every man is designed to do that. And some women uniquely are. So it's about trusting yourself. So if you're trying to find a partner according to your human design, I want you to look at your type first of all. Are you meant to be more out in front? Do you need to own that? Are you a manifester? (laughs) Then you're the initiator. Are you a manifesting generator? You're going to have some of that initiating quality as well in response to what you're given. Manifester, you're just going to see something you want and you go. But if you're a projector, then... How do you want to be recognized? I recognized him 
we talked. I recognized just him as somebody I wanted to know more, as someone who had the same interests as me, as someone who stimulated me, and just in a short conversation. But projectors, you're here to be recognized. Are you giving yourself opportunities to be recognized? Are you seeing yourself? I saw my husband for who he is, because he has never had a problem recognizing himself. <laughs> He's a self-projected projector. He is very good at really being honed in on his identity. That's what he projects. That's what I received. I liked it. I responded to it. I asked him out. I invited him. He said yes. <laughs> he called two days later. He did make me wait two days. And then we've been inseparable ever since. But all of this very much unfolded according to both of our designs. So if you're looking for love, or if you have friends who are looking for love, then where are you hanging back on propriety or on the way that other people told you it should be? Do you understand what your role is in life? And this will apply to your business. It will apply to your family. It will apply to love. It's going to apply to all aspects of your life. You want love? Generators is going to be in response. Projectors, you're going to be invited. Reflectors, you're going to be surprised. You're going to wait. You're going to be in the right community and people, and, this is, and it's going to come to you, and you'll be surprised by it if it's right. Manifestors, you're going to see it. You're going to know who you want, and they're going to be there, and you're going to go after it and initiate. But how many manifester women are out there and maybe feeling disempowered in who they are, that they should be a different way, that they shouldn't be so aggressive? Well, then you're going to be sitting on the sidelines, not picking up the baton, not doing what you're meant to do. So this applies to all aspects. So I hope that this story illustrated how this works. It's imperfect because it was definitely a long time before any of this came into my experience, but sometimes that's when we're the most in alignment. We're just doing things that feel right. So what decisions have you made in the past that you're like, that was just so aligned and perfect, just felt like this is right. What decisions were out there? Can you trace back the steps and see how you made the decision? Does it align with your strategy and authority? I would love to know. Send me a DM on Instagram if that comes up for you. If you have something to share, I would love to hear your story. I hope you enjoyed this story. I hope it helped you. Please go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links if you want the free guide on podcasting by design. If you want to know about a reading or a relationship reading, any of that stuff, you can get all of that on that page. So thank you for making it all the way to the end of the show. Please subscribe to the show if you love it. I hope that we see you in the next week's episode. But remember... In order to have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. So we hope we helped you there. We hope you join us next time. We'll see you then. If you love this episode and you're a fan of the show, please show us the love on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with other entrepreneurs on their human design journey, join our free Facebook community, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links to join the group, book a human design reading with me, or access our free human design resources. We'll see you there.